Welcome to Observations on Brief, a legal podcast with your hosts, Sage Leslie, James Haddock, and me, Brody Buckland. Welcome to episode one of Observations on Brief, a legal podcast. I'm one of your hosts, James Haddock. I'm here with my wonderful co-hosts, Brody Buckland and Dr. Sage Leslie. What we really wanted to do in episode one is not to give you a bunch of boring information. We wanted to talk to you a bit about us as people, talk to you about what our podcast is, what our hope about what our podcast is. Thinking about that, what we want to do is a monthly legal podcast. It's designed for practitioners, barristers or solicitors. It's got topics that will appeal to law students and people with a general interest in our broader legal community and the legal issues of the day. What we're going to do first is talk a bit about each of us as speakers and what we're going to do is talk about each other and then we'll talk a bit about where we're going to go with the podcast. So to lead off, I've got the job of introducing Dr. Sage Les. Sage comes from an academic background before starting life in the law. We all wish we could have started life in the law the way that Sage did, being the associate to the Deputy Chief Justice of the Family Court of Australia. Um, That really depends upon whether you knew that particular judge, I suppose. That was actually a joke, John. If you're listening, that was definitely a joke. Sage specialises in family law, which is, of course, an excellent area to specialise, I say myself, um, but also in wills, estates and litigation. Sage is very much a cut-to-the-chase practical barrister, but at the same time has that knowledge of complex commercial structures, equity and trusts, property settlements that can be really, really helpful. She's been active in the ACT legal community for some time. She served on the ACT Law Society. Let's talk about the really interesting bits about Sage, which is her passion for Art Deco design. Her room in Chambers is absolutely stunning. If you're lucky enough to brief her, I'm sure you'll agree. There's all sorts of black and gold and all these wonderful colours. I really am jealous of it. But also her interests are classic ghost stories and detective fiction. These are areas she's published in a previous life as an academic I have to say I've read some of them. I'm not recommending that you read them. And I am fully now expecting to cop a bit of a roasting for being as cheeky in uh, the introductions that's done about me. So that's really all I can say about my fantastic co-presenter, Dr. Sage Leslie. I have the good pleasure of introducing my friend and chambers mate, Brody Buckland. Now, it's no secret that Brody hails initially from the US and has studied at both Harvard and Oxford before he came to the ANU, where he had the great joy of doing his JD with me. While some of us have to get our pseudo-rowing blazers from Ralph Lauren, I'm terribly jealous that Brody has a genuine article. He's probably best known for his exploits as an Olympic rower when he represented Australia at the London Games. But I personally am more impressed by some of his lesser-known exploits, such as the fact that he's one of the few people I can endlessly discuss antique china patterns with, and... In particular, I'm very impressed that he once came second in a National Magic the Gathering tournament. In his professional life, at the bar, Brody is known for a very wide variety of commercial and administrative law matters, and one of the things that he's particularly well known for in Chambers is his encyclopedic knowledge of the law, which is matched only with his passion for his work. It's now my pleasure to introduce um, the one and only... James 
Haddock, my next-door neighbour in Chambers. James comes to the bar after an extensive career at legal aid, acting for parties and as an independent children's lawyer. His specialty is family law, but his interests are much, much wider than that. He has a degree in history and political science, and his particular interest is World War II history and military history. It's quite staggering some of the things that James knows, particularly about the Holocaust. We all share his passion for history and are so looking forward to injecting some of that into this podcast series. Aside from history, James is also known for his interest in fashion, his colorful body art, and his nouveau rococo decorative style. I do feel somewhat conspicuous, surrounded by my two, shall we say, heavily decorated colleagues, but have so far resisted the temptation to catch up. Our aims for this podcast series are to be informative, entertaining, and to encourage our audience to engage more widely in the legal community and in legal debate on the issues of the day. This isn't intended to be CLE. We all do enough of that. But we can all fall into the habit of focusing on our own niche areas and not seeing the bigger picture of what's happening in the law and the legal community that we're a part of more broadly. And we think that stuff is actually really important and really interesting and worth thinking about. You'll be relieved to hear that the podcast isn't going to be just the three of us. We've got plenty of guests and interviews lined up that we're really looking forward to. And in terms of what we can talk about on the show, we are somewhat limited because we are practising barristers. That means that we've got um, some ethical constraints on what we talk about. And really, I think for all of us, we think it's a bit bad form to talk about your own cases. Anyone can hang out with a bunch of lawyers and hear a bunch of war stories about those cases they've done. And, And frankly, that can really be uninteresting for some people. So that's not what we're going to be doing. What we're going to focus on each week is we'll talk a little about some bit about some legal news. Some of the legal news, what's topical, what's happening, that won't be us commenting on cases that are actively before the court because we're going to have a bunch of interesting subjects. If there's a subject that you're thinking of that you would like included, you can hit us up through our Facebook page or send us an email. And every week we're going to end with a little bit of legal history, a little bit of legal trivia. We're all history buffs, we find it interesting, but what we've, I think we can all agree that legal history is an area which is a bit neglected in Australia and at the same time, fun cases, those cases that make you laugh, those cases that are a bit weird, we're hoping to bring some of that into your life. So in terms of our, I guess you could say, episode one, that's really what we wanted to set out. But we'll end with a bit of fun. We'd like to close out the podcast today by engaging in what's going to be a bit of a regular feature, which is a case that's interesting or a bit strange or a bit weird that we think that people will find either interesting or a bit strange or a bit weird. The first one we have is called The Ninja of Swansea. So decked out in full ninja attire and carrying his homemade nunchucks, Ninja enthusiast Musahid Islam was spotted scaling the outside of Singleton Park's Swiss cottage in July 2013. Now, it's not illegal to be a ninja, nor is it to practice ninja training. And we're really putting ninja training in advert commas here. 
Nunchucks are not always considered offensive weapons. Sometimes they are, certainly not in the UK, unless they're carried with the intent to cause harm. And in this case, it was suggested that they're simply a training device because they were made from uh, one of those old chest expanders. Now, while our prospective ninja might not have been deft in his mastery and his motor skills in relation to these nunchucks, he did leave a bag containing a Stanley knife blade in the park toilets that was found by a council worker. And ultimately, unfortunately for our ninja, it was this that caused his undoing. Previously, as a victim of racial vilification due to his Bengali heritage, Islam had claimed that the blade was meant only for his protection. He was charged in the magistrate's court with the possession of a bladed article. He received a sentence of eight weeks' detention, which was later suspended for 12 months. And I think the moral of this story for everybody is that while it's okay to be a ninja, it's not okay to have knives in public toilets. Well, that concludes our podcast for today. Thank you all for listening with us. We're excited about this endeavour. We hope you are too. Goodbye from us. You've been listening to Observations on Brief, a legal podcast. Head over to our Facebook site. If there is something you would like us to talk about, leave us a message. And don't forget to toss us a like too.